Merry Christmas. It's the final episode of West Franklin Talks for 2020. My name's Dave Cruz, our happy little elf over there. His name is Matt Pearson. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, Dave. And as you just heard me say, it's our final one of the year, Matt. That is, that's weird. It really is. What uh, number is this? Uh, 76, I think. Good grief. 76. So, yeah, I usually check as I save the file, not yeah. before the thing. So. <laughs> but yeah, 76 episodes in one year. We were supposed to only have done like uh, 40-something. Yeah. And um, covid COVID kind of kicked us into high gear. Yeah, we We'd didn't have anything to do. We got bored. Really got bored, man. <laughs> Just sitting around going, eh, church is getting it all figured out. We're good. <laughs> didn't add anything extra, but we, we kind of settled into a groove that we've adjusted a little bit. So this is going out the Tuesday before Christmas. Yeah. Christmas Eve services are this Thursday yeah. at 12. Today, we got to give a shout out to Jessica. It's her yes. birthday today. Oh, today is Jessica's birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Jessica. Yeah. Yay. She edits all these and she does. make sure she knows that she's remembered. She's remembered. And yeah. and as she, after our last episode, she stopped me. She goes, you didn't know it was my birthday on Tuesday? I was like, yeah, that's not really my strong point. <laughs> it's Matt's strong point. <laughs> so um, yeah. hopefully I'll remember on Tuesday when I walk in the office. Hopefully. That it's her birthday hopefully. and I'll sing her a really bad rendition of happy birthday. That'd be great. That'd be great. And uh yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, and so two days after that, sorry, I interrupted yeah, I your mean, train of thought there. You, you kind of, sir, sir, uh, you got in the way of the big birthday that we're <laughs> celebrating for Jessica's. <laughs> way, way to put the priorities there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Christmas Eve, tell us about that. Christmas what? Eve, it's uh, the 24th. Yes. There you go. Yeah, wow, this year? This, this year. year. 24th? Yeah, okay. 24th. <laughs> Don't freak out. Your speakers, your headphones, whatever it is you're listening to, it is not broken. We just needed to do something to get your attention. Uh, a lot of you know that Matt and I pre-record these, and this past Sunday we got together, we talked about the sermon, and we were hitting this moment in the podcast we were about to lay out all of our Christmas Eve plans, and things have changed since we've recorded, so we needed to stop and interrupt the previously recorded podcast so we can get you the fresh information. So here's what's going on. On Sunday evening at 7 p.m., Governor Lee had a press conference, and in that press conference, he kind of got before us people, Tennesseans, and basically said, listen, COVID numbers are are just killing us. They're uh, literally killing us, um, and we, we need to take some drastic steps. We need to be careful. We need to limit the size of our gatherings. We need to encourage folks to work from home. We need to uh, beg people to wear masks, and so our executive leadership team at Brentwood uh, took what he laid out what the governor laid out for the people and they got together and had some hard conversations about well what does this mean for us as uh, Brentwood Baptist as as a family of churches uh, that we that we all come together and and we're part of Brentwood the church at West Franklin is part of Brentwood so the executive leadership team has made the hard decision that we are going to move all of our Christmas Eve services online yes you may just be going oh, really and in hear my heart hear Matt's heart. We are disappointed in this, but we see the need to do this and we are we are in agreement with the leadership of Brentwood. So let's talk about what this looks like for us. We're still going to have Christmas Eve service. It's just going to be online. We're still going to have opportunity to worship Jesus. We're still going to have opportunity to celebrate his birth. We are not saying don't do anything. We're simply saying adjust much like we've done throughout 2020. 
Let's adjust and let's come together as a family and we're going to worship online. So what does this mean? Well, this means that at 10 a.m. on Christmas Eve morning, uh, we're going to have a, a Christmas Eve service that you can access on demand, meaning you can watch it anytime, any place you and your family so desire. The content of it is going to be the exact same as if you had been here in person. Matt is still preaching. Brad is still playing the same music and leading us in worship. Kelly is still going to give a great kids uh, moment. Uh, it is still an opportunity for you and your family to come together in your house or in your car or wherever it is you may be and to worship. Yes, there's still going to be a candlelight moment at the end. So gra- gather some candles and gather a lighter. And if you want to participate in that, you can. Let me just say, the location is not important. It's the heart and the act behind what you're doing. So yes, we can be disappointed that we're not going to get together. We can be disappointed that uh, we're not going to get dressed up and you're not going to hear lots of people singing uh, with you. I always look forward personally to seeing the, the room filled up with the light as we sing Silent Night. One of my favorite things about Christmas Eve. It's not going to be that this year, but we're still worshiping. And so we want to encourage you to join us that way. You'll be able to find the link for this worship service on our social media uh, pages, on Facebook, on Instagram. You'll be able to go to our website and get it there. We will maybe even email out a link. We're still figuring all of this out. We just got the word, but we needed to change uh, the podcast up a little bit, grab your attention, and let you know what's going on. So again, Christmas Eve, not happening in person, happening online. And we look forward to worshiping with you this Thursday online. All right, Wes Franklin, we can do this. Let's get back to our podcast. So here we go. You just preached. I did. And you just came in and you just said, you would think this would get easier. (laughs) And you very lovingly and wisely said, if it gets any easier, you need to stop doing it. That's right. Because we want you to be invested in what you're, you're bringing to the people. Mm. I mean, I'd like to think you're spending time from with God and hearing from God and giving us things that God has given you. So what did yeah. God give you this week, Matt? Well, it's a very familiar passage if you've grown up in church like me. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing a lot of the people, especially those listening to this podcast, it's a it's a story they've heard so all, most what? of their life. I'm, I'm getting to that. Okay. okay. I'd say what the story is. Yeah, what, what yeah. passage? Yeah. Luke 1, Luke 1, 26 through 38, where okay. the angel approaches Mary yeah. and says, hey, you're going to have a baby. Yes. And the baby's going to be this absolute incredible savior of the world, king, right. God, everything. Uh, of course, Mary was not married. She was engaged to be married. She had not been with a man. And so she immediately says, how? She didn't like Zechariah did when the angel came to Zechariah and said, hey, your old wife is pregnant with John the Baptist. Zechariah said, I don't need you to prove it. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Mary said, how? Mm-hmm. Okay, and so there's so much about this text. I mean, we could spend a month in this in this text. We could spend a week on each description that the angel gives Mary about the baby in her mm-hmm. womb. Okay, it's just it's just so rich. But I chose because I felt the Spirit leading this way. I chose to focus on her, her how, her okay. question, yeah. her response. She didn't say, "Wait, wait, what, 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 what's in my belly? Who's in my belly?" She asked how. And so 
I, I wanted us as a congregation to wrestle with that because even though we're never going to be tasked with bearing the Son of God, that was reserved for Mary, yes. I do believe God comes to us when we're listening and paying attention and calls us to things that seem impossible. Most definitely. And we often say, how? Or no. <laughs> or no. Or what in the world do you mean? Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I did my best, Dave, to help us see that even though we're not Mary and even though we're not giving birth to the Son of God, he works in similar ways. Yeah. He comes to us in his word by the power of his spirit. He speaks to us and he says, hey, I'm calling you to forgive your dad. Or, hey, I'm calling you to reconcile with your spouse. Hey, I'm calling you to do what it takes to fix that relationship. I'm calling you to give your life to Jesus. I'm calling you to share the love of Jesus with a coworker. I'm calling you to get through this grief this season of grief. I'm calling you to get through this season of Christmas. It's going to be so different. And every time that he comes to us with something like that, we say in our own way, how, um, oftentimes when it's, it, it may not seem big when, when God calls us to say, God calls us to forgive someone, right? That seems like almost a miracle happening in our lives than bearing the son of God. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's important for us to note here. What Mary did, a lot of us would look and go, well, that was super, super important. Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. God is calling me to is not nearly as important. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to stop and go, wait a minute. If God's calling us to it, mm -hmm. it has mm -hmm. value and purpose and worth behind it. Even if in our eyes it might seem a hair bit insignificant, mm -hmm. it's not in the scope of what God is doing. And I think that's where we have to be careful not to go, well, that was Mary. She was doing the most blessed and most important thing that a human could do in that moment. Who cares if I really go apologize or mm -hmm. make up or, mm -hmm. you know, approach right. somebody. Right. It's not that big a deal. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to, to us and to the kingdom of God being known on earth, it is. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not the son of God. Right. And so to your point, we, we don't need to make a one-to-one -one parallel. Right. God came to Mary, therefore God came to, comes to me the exact same way. No, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, Dave, the point I wanted to make uh, this morning was when Mary asked how, the angel said, God's going to come upon you. The Holy Spirit's going to come upon you, and the power of the Most High is going to come upon you. Now, again, God's not going to put a baby in our belly. Thank goodness. Yes. Hallelujah. But that phrase, power of the most high will overshadow you, is so rich with meaning because it, it means explosive, life-changing, dynamite-type power, but it, that overshadow there means gentle, tender, mm. sweet, yeah. like a caring uh, covering, mm. almost like you're trying to put a blanket. Uh, imagine trying to put a blanket over Noah and not waking him up. Trying, yeah, trying, or over Melissa, she's asleep on the couch. You don't want to wake her up. She's had a long day, so you gently. That's the that's the word picture given to us, and so I want our people to understand is that he speaks to us, and he's the the power is explosive, but it's not what we think it is. Yeah, it's very gentle and intimate and specific to us, and subtle and tender. And I fear, Dave, we don't hear it. Yeah. We never turn off the noise. And 
Jesus is speaking. Jesus is calling. Jesus is saying, I'm, I'm going to do it in you, but we're not paying attention. I, yeah, I can definitely see we're not paying attention. Uh, I often have to wonder if we don't want to hear. Yeah, that was the other thing. I, I believe there are a couple of reasons we miss it sometimes. One, we don't pay attention. Two, right. we want to control the narrative. Yeah, exactly. It's so much easier to live the story that I want to live than the story God <laughs> yes, has for me. Is. Yes, it is. Because my story is easy and yeah. doesn't require a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I'm the hero. Mary could, yeah. And Mary could easily. Yeah. Like, uh-uh, this isn't my plan. Yeah. I'm going to marry Joseph, going to have a nice wedding. We're going to live here in Nazareth. Everything's going to be great. Mm-hmm. But no, she models for us what it looks like to experience the impossible power of God. Yeah. And that is saying, okay, I can't do it, but you can. I'm your servant. Yep. May it be done to me as you say. Yeah. I mean, that's such a uh, response that I wish I could just cultivate every day. Yeah. Every day. It is... Uh, it, it's it's why I, I've wondered, and I didn't ask this in the in the sermon because I just don't know the answer to this. But what if she had said no? What if she had said, "Sorry, you've got the wrong womb." She Man. didn't, so we don't ever have to wonder about That's it. That's right. I mean, some lady named Lucy probably would have been the mother of Jesus Maybe. at that point. Maybe I don't know. Lucy, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't quite have the same. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Gertrude, did you know? <laughs> We gotta be careful. We may have a listener yeah. named Gertrude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but he didn't he we don't we don't have to wonder because she did. But right. as I said in the message, Dave, we love verse thirty seven where the angel says nothing is impossible with God. Right. I love that verse. Yeah. I want to get a mug with it on it. I want to get a t shirt, I want to get it tatted somewhere. Oh really? <laughs> nothing is impossible. And it's true. Right. But we don't love verse thirty eight. Right. Where Mary says, I'm the Lord's servant. May yeah. it be to be may it be done to me as you have said. And I believe the impossible is seen when we give up. Oh, yeah, totally. And say, okay, I can't control the narrative. Yeah. You have to do it. This has nothing to do with with anything with Mary. But have you ever counseled like a college student or a young 20-something who is just so desperate to get married, Mm -hmm. to find Mr. or Mrs. Wright? Mm -hmm. Have you ever given them the counsel, listen, you're trying to do this on your own. Mm -hmm. Stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Usually when they stop is about the time soon after that Mr. or Mrs. Wright shows up. It may not be an immediate recognition, but Mr. or Mrs. shows up when they stop trying to force it. Mm -hmm. That's true. And just as I sit there and think about that, Mary gave gave up. Not like, uh, but Mm -hmm. hey, God, I am yours. Mm -hmm. And God did crazy, amazing things Mm -hmm. through that surrender. And again, we're, we're, we're not comparing apples to apples here. But it's the same thing in it our is. life. God will do crazy, amazing things that we will marvel at that maybe the rest of the world won't mm-hmm. because we simply say, yeah, I'm yours. You do in me as you see fit yeah. or through me as you see fit. And he does it. Yes. He does it. Yeah. Um, I have a gentleman text me at the end of this message and say, I've been struggling now for well over a year. Thank you for your message because God said to me, you can't finish this. Yeah. I will. And it's his his own his own unique way of saying, "Okay, I, I got to quit controlling the narrative." Yeah. So, I, I, w- I want to close this, Dave, by encouraging our people to pay attention to the angel's answer to Mary's "How," mm-hmm. because I believe that's how it happens. God says, "I will do it," and I will do it when I gently, tenderly 
I hate to use the word sweet because it just sounds right. not powerful, but it's God's way. It's it's how he works today. Right. And that still small voice that when we hear it and act in obedience is literally explosive. Mm-hmm. It may not look it. It may not feel it. But if God's calling you and saying you need to forgive somebody, you listen to him. And when you walk in obedience, it will be explosive power. Yeah. Yeah. That's big. And I believe that's how his kingdom breaks through here in our lives, here in the city of the city of Franklin's ever going to see God's kingdom through us. It's going to be through our humble, gentle, subtle, yet potent obedience to the father's leading. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. If you didn't hear this past Sunday sermon, you can go to westfranklinchurch.com, find the media link, and you will find a uh, page of sermons that Matt or myself have preached in 2020. This one should be towards the top of the list. All right, Matt. So this wraps up the sermon portion of it. Let's cover just a few more housekeeping details because you and I will not be back until January 5th with the podcast. Whoa. Uh, The offices are going to be closed starting December the 25th. Mm -hmm. We will reopen the offices on January the 4th. Which is a Monday. Which is a Monday. So the week between Christmas and New Year's, the offices are closed. Yes. We won't be around. You can email us, and we will do our best to get back to you. There is a minister on call. His name is Josh Lynn. His number will be in the e-bulletin, so if you need a minister, you can reach out to him. He can get in touch with anyone else that needs to be gotten in touch with. Most of you have our cell phone numbers also if you absolutely need us. But, hey, we're not going to be around. We're going to be like everybody else, trying just to enjoy some time with family maybe breathe a little bit between the craziness of what was 2020 (laughs) and what we're anticipating with excitement about 2021. And so it'll be good. What are you doing for Christmas, Matt? I'm going to Hartsville, Alabama Christmas day Nice for the, uh, for lunch and maybe the early afternoon. I won't be, I'll be there and back. Yeah. And then the next day at the plan at this moment is for my, uh, for Katie's side of the family to come see us the day after Christmas twenty-six for a couple of hours. And, um, then, uh, I don't know, whatever Katie says we're doing. There you go. Yeah. That'll be great. Yeah. What so, about you, Dave? Uh, Christmas Day in town with my parents, the 26th, maybe really late the 25th. We're going to head down to Mississippi to hang out with Melissa's parents for a few days, and then we'll be back midweek is my guess. Okay. Depends on when they get tired of us. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> They say, please go home. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, your parents celebrated 50 years yesterday, didn't they? Uh, yeah, yesterday was their 50th anniversary. Oh, that's huge. It was big. Congratulations, cruises. Yeah, mom and dad, Marilyn yeah. and Wayne, way to go. Yeah. Yeah. We had a big party. Well, big. It was my family, them, and my sister uh, zoomed in with us. Good. We had a dinner together at the table and heard some of their funny stories from getting married. That's great. So it was good. All right. Well, listen, Matt and I just want to say thanks for hanging out with us for yeah, this year. Thank doing you. Thank all you. This. Thank you. Ministry is not stopping. Mm-mm. We are still figuring things out. Uh, we're excited about what 2021 holds. We look forward to it. We look forward to the unexpected of 2021. But we want to say thanks for joining us. We want to say we hope you and your family have a great Christmas. We also hope that you have a wonderful new year. And uh, we look forward to being back with you on the podcast Tuesday, January 5th. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.